Welcome to the Easeful Up Level, where we talk all things conscious entrepreneurship, spirituality, and up leveling without stress. Together, Aaron Tobias, our marketing expert, meets with Allison Forstad, our mindset expert, where we just get into the nitty gritty of what it means to figure out who you are, what your purpose is, and what your next steps are. Our goal is to make it as effortless and easeful as possible. Even when you're going through hard times, our goal is to get our mindsets right and get our energy right so that we feel like we can attack anything. We can accomplish anything. Consider this your energetic upgrade of the day. We hope you love this episode. Hi, everyone. This is Erin speaking. Welcome to the Easeful Up Level podcast. I'm so excited that you are listening this week. What you're going to listen to is perfect for anyone who wants to start their own podcast or launch their own brand because you're going to hear live what it sounds like for us to have a meeting where we are literally going over the type of brand that we want to build together. So enjoy the episode and let us know if you learned anything from it. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Love you much. So I don't know. I think that there's like a lot of different ways to come at yeah, this. I think there's a place there's for no, all of There's really no wrong way. And also, tone, you, know, world. Like, you know, like the tone it up world. I don't know why, but I mm-hmm. always think of their branding because I feel like they did Me such too. a good fucking job. I love Such a good job. Like, right? You're like, I don't want to lift. I I wouldn't want to lift weights with anyone else, but they're like on a Ferris wheel and they're like skipping through the beach. And I'm like, yes, we're on the beach, girl. (laughs) That's true. No, but truly, right? Like all of that kind of stuff. But they, their their branding was so cute and all that. But I feel like we're like, I feel like it's just coming together. It's falling together. When it comes to the cat cut stuff, I, I usually... Air, I usually say no because usually I can yeah. make something that's more impactful and more personal to me. Yeah. And usually I'm not going to get like some sort of boost from the algorithm. Yeah. As, like from getting on the trend. So usually for those, I'm like, no, I'm just mm-hmm. going to make my own shit. Yeah. But then like sometimes it is helpful. So. I don't know. Yeah. Well, then maybe it could be like in general, because I don't do much cap cut, to be honest. Although I did, I did make one for my account. And I did the same one. That is the Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I was like, what do you want? And mine was like, so good. Mine was so good. Like, that's where it's like, yeah, oh, that's like, true. Want, that's true. Want, that's a movie. Yeah, that's true. I didn't like, even think about the you just no, want point. cap cut, though, to come out and be like, hey, we vetted all these templates like they could solve all this and all this gray area and actually boost the usage of their stuff. But on their yeah in their T's and C's, they're like, use at your own risk because they're uh, not going to take responsibility. So it's really a fault. Why are you bringing like, this up? Cause I didn't even think about that, but that is so true. Yeah. Same with music. So music, I'm actually mm-hmm. really a lot more cautious about more than just the cap cut. Um, like I used like actual real music cause we have a personal account for easeful up level, but probably we'll stop doing some of that once we get yeah. into a business account. You're not going to do the Dawson's Creek thing where they pulled, I don't want to wait. Do you remember that on streaming platforms? No. What they oh. do? At one point, oh gosh, like it was on Hulu or somewhere, but you know, like the iconic, like Dawson's Creek song. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you weren't as big of a fan as I was. I wasn't, but. 
but it's like literally the intro music is so iconic and so good it's like do 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 anyways it's like and you have to it's, it comes on and you have to like sing it with your whole lungs like as a, it's like yeah. like the best part it, anyways on streaming platforms i guess when they like put it up initially on hulu or netflix or wherever I guess they didn't get the licensing for that song. So they had to use some other like intro music. And it was so weird because it just goes to show how like the branding sticks speak to rebranding sticks in your brain where I was like, I hate that. Like I would have to like hurry up and skip the song because I was like, I hate this so much. Like I hate it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad that you texted me. Sometimes there's gray areas in that too. Like there's one woman who's rebranding because she wants it to be her name. And I totally agree with that. I don't Mm -hmm. think she's actually having a life crisis. I think she's having like a moment of coming into herself, which is much different. And she hasn't built up any brand awareness around her like that. Not that much around her business. And the name of the business is complicated. So she has like already Mm -hmm. a complicated name. And then the business Mm -hmm. name was complicated. So yeah, between trying to promote, like spell the way she says her name and then spell the way she says her business. And it was just like a big inhibition. And it's like, well, if you haven't built up much credibility with your business, then just Mm -hmm. go with your name and like own the fact that you are the practitioner, you are the expert. Yeah. Well, I mean, something like that makes sense in terms of refining your business as it goes, taking feedback. Cause I'm guessing she had people that were like, you were so hard to find <laughs> because I didn't spell yeah. it right. Or it was so long or I got confused or whatever. So, cause that like makes sense. Whereas like when I was texting you about it, I was like, I'm bored with my name. You're like, <laughs> I'm bored. I, no, actually it was like, not even that you were bored. It was that you had all these other ideas that you were misconstruing. Yeah. You were like, I want to do all these other things. And it's almost like these are like, beautiful business ideas that need to be part of your business but Mm -hmm. like don't need to be the business you know what I mean they're like it's a separate thing it's like and that happens a lot to me too like for example um when I'm working with my mom on her business she has all these ideas for um different businesses that she wants to do like she wants to do this flower therapy thing and I'm like, that is your business. Just put it, you have 25 years of brand equity. Just put it as an offering within your existing business and Mm, go with that versus having to spin off a whole new brand from scratch and try and build up your credibility. But I do love changing your name on Instagram. I think you should do that. Well, that's different. Yeah. I think I feel like in terms of social media handles, I mean, I know, I guess it matters, but to me, maybe that's a little bit different than like, changing your whole business name, rebranding your entire website, you know, like making your business totally. Well, that's the thing. Like I seriously just like was looking at some brands where I did not recognize. I'm like going into apps I was using all the time. And I was like, I, the font is different. The colors, am I in the same app? Like they restructured it all. I literally didn't think it was the same thing. And I also didn't see any notices that they were changing any of it. Um, and I subscribed to their like email newsletters and all this kind of they stuff. Some of these- they should have brought you along on the journey because I mean, actually, it was probably somewhere, but it wasn't, they it wasn't needed it. They yeah. did it because they yeah. were afraid. They're afraid that you would yeah. drop off. And that's another thing that companies do is they don't give you any forewarning. You'll have to have like a whole separate campaign around your rebrand. If you're going to rebrand to do it effectively. Yeah. Which people I don't realize. Wanted them to like change the colors first and then the fonts. So let let my brain other. You know what I mean? Like other than 
like i'm not even in the same thing anymore is this even the same service it's like really interesting there's one um service provider that i'm thinking of and her name is angelica ray shout out to her um i don't know her i've never talked to her in my life but she is a very powerful creator very powerful writer very powerful intuitive and she actually rebranded her entire offerings and she brought the audience along in such a beautiful way that actually it made me want to purchase her new offerings and her new brand even more than Mm. the original because she explained exactly why she was doing what she was doing and all of it was leaning into the growth that she's had over Mm. since she started her business five or so years ago I don't know when how when she started her business but I'm assuming she's at least five or ten years in but she did it in such a beautiful way and brought along the audience that it was like, yes, we are stepping into our greater truth together. And that was actually probably the best rebrand online that I've ever seen because it was so powerful. It was such like, it was such an emotional experience, even for me who has never purchased her product, (laughs) never talked to her, but has followed her on social media for several years. So um, I think anyone who wants to do a rebrand, I would ask, like I did for you, I asked you the questions, why? And what came up was more so that you had these beautiful ideas that wanted to come through. You also Mm -hmm. felt like you were stepping into your more authentic voice. Mm -hmm. And so how can we actually feed that energy into your existing business where you have the credibility built up Mm -hmm. and then also tactfully change your socials? Mm -hmm. And I think what we do for you is the same thing that that woman did is like, we talk about, okay, we're going to be changing our name, Mm -hmm. be changing the social media name. The business name isn't changing. The business is the Mm -hmm. same, but I'm showing up differently on social media. I'm more in myself. And this is the reason why. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because it's like, I think some of it too is when you're first starting out in business, there's a lot of imposter syndrome. And sometimes a little bit of like, I need to put up a front so that this looks legit because I don't believe that it's legit yet. Or like, I know for sure the first iteration of my website, there was like, I was like, here at Self Care Consulting, we, it was just me, but we were working on blah, 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 right? To look like it's a company. Um, but it, the we was me, girl. And I was like, well, at some <laughs> point, maybe I'll have a, t- <laughs> we'll have like a team. And, you know, and I had like moments of hiring various people on for various things. But at the end of the day, you know, I think we'll see what the future holds. But but I have a feeling it'll always be more or less a solo brand with some contractors or other people supporting me. But the business is me, right? And so yeah. it's interesting too to like hide behind the business versus get out in front of the business and be like, it's always been me, yeah. right? And it's, you know, um, and in fact, people aren't coming to the business for the business. They're coming to the business to work with me <laughs> because it is yeah. me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it has been an evolution that I also think a lot of the people I work with would identify with some of that Absolutely. journey too, right? So the storytelling behind it, I, that's so, so cool to use it as a tool to deepen the process versus it being like a liability, not a liability, but like, you know what I mean of like, yeah, we're like, going to take a hit for this, off. you know? They don't, yeah. you know, you know, you will experience some drop off in terms of like when people search for you and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. because you've always had your name in your profile, I can search Allison and it pops up. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for the change because then when I tag you, it's going to say your name and not self-care consulting. So it will definitely be more personable. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think 
for me too, I went through the identity crisis when I started my business. I was like, do I need it to be, do I just have my handle of social interaction? Do I need the company? And I, and I had the same realization mm-hmm. is that no, people are hiring me. Like people are mm-hmm. wanting to work with this iteration of my offerings because of me. And so mm-hmm. I'm always going to position it that way. And I actually don't have it positioned as well for growth to bring on other people, even though that could happen. Mm -hmm. But I also have chosen for it to be very focused in on me and my offerings and my coaching. Girl, we just slipped right into this. I didn't mean to record it. No, listen, I think think that it needed to be had, right? This Everyone, nobody with a business rebrand until you talk to Aaron first, okay? Because it's funny. I have my feelings. Funny. I have thoughts. Yeah, on it. I can do like, a lot of rebrand. If you need to, she'll help you do it tastefully, <laughs> smartly. Yeah. Otherwise, she might be like, "You are creating work that you do not need to create for yourself." Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just make a package and a program with your brand. No, but like it is interesting too. I think again, as you as you look forward into your your business and what kind of growth that you want, I think too. A lot of times, there's like this. This happens in corporate too, this stereotypical path that you think that you have to follow to quote unquote be successful. And some of it is like just, oh, exponential growth. But with growth comes complexity, building a team, managing a team, like all of that kind of stuff. For some people, it's what they're going to want to do and it's going to be amazing. I don't know that I ever want to manage a big team. We'll see. Maybe. But I think you and I, at least at this stage in our life, love like simplicity, (laughs) Like yeah. we're trying to just like relax our nervous systems and stop overthinking and like we're you know we're on this whole personal journey to just like make life simpler and flowier and more easeful and more aligned and all that kind of stuff and I think it's it's interesting too um in terms of like building a successful business that can still grow but doesn't actually necessarily have to become all that much more complex unless you want to make it more complex if yeah. that makes sense. Like you have a choice. You have a choice. In, in corporate world, you don't have a choice. It just gets more and more mm-hmm. complicated and usually more and more convoluted. And then you just are going along with it. And hopefully you can make these yeah, things They promote happen. you. Yeah. All of a sudden you got like 200 people under growing. you. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. what do I do with all these people? I'm luxuriating yeah. in the simplicity. I just got to take care of me, me my clients. <laughs> we, we just got to show up for each other and that's it right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I would love an assistant at some point though, like someone who can. Oh, for sure. And I would totally bring on collaborators for creative output. Mm -hmm. So things like video editing or anyone who would bring like fresh ideas. A lot of time that times that's really valuable, Mm -hmm. but in terms of service providing, it would have to be a very specific individual that I think I would bring on to actually provide the services because I always want to people to feel like they're getting my expertise. And I think sometimes it can get a little tricky when you purchase against Mm -hmm. someone that you enjoy work, you know, you want to work with, and then you get on the back end, someone else that you're mostly working with that can feel kind Mm -hmm. of a little difficult if it's not positioned in the right way. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. So, Anyways, good. girl. Yeah, we got a mini mini episode on Brandy. Mini, mini episode. We didn't mean to record that. <laughs> the only thing I was thinking of today, which was hilarious, is like shit that I would do when I was in my people-pleasing self, like that I didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to get away with. Like, for example, I was talking to Renji about how 
whenever we first met, I would never want him to see me without my hair up because my ears stick out. And I was always so self-conscious about that. I don't mind it anymore. Whatever. Yeah. They, they're cute. They little elf ears. I love it. But uh, I would never let him see me like that. And like we went to breakfast this week and if we would have, you know, on Saturday or whatever. And I was cracking up because I was like, my old self would have been like, let me make myself presentable for breakfast. No one can ever see me. And I would like spend all this time. And I'm like, what is he not going to find out what I look like? Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so cracking funny. up at that this weekend. I thought you would appreciate that. I was like, I lo- I've like always loved your ears. Like, <laughs> as if he's not going to marry me and like see me in my worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. God forbid she has ears that stick out just a little bit. God forbid. God forbid she doesn't sleep I, in it's her so makeup. funny too that the way that we overblow our own things where it's mostly people would probably not even notice your ears no to you you know what I mean they're like, so, like, they're like, like oh my gosh yeah yeah but it's fascinating I don't know it's yeah. just like because Randy was asking me like why do women get injections in their face he asked me why women do that and I was like mm. well let me reflect and that's what I came mm-hmm. up with I was like listen me 15 years ago was trying to hide the fact that my ears stick out in front of someone who I knew was going to be my husband. How long mm. did I think that that was going to be able to kept be kept up? Like what? Yeah. There's no yeah. logical reason. There's no logic there, but that's where I was in my mindset. So well, who's to say maybe- I wouldn't have gotten lip injections if it was available, you know? <laughs> well, and honestly, depending on where you were at, and what was available to you, would you have had the surgery to have your ears pinned or whatever? Right. I mean, that's yeah. like a thing, right? Like there's, there's something for everything, but in terms of like, actually, the no, like- I always felt weird about that. My mom told me she would yeah. get it for me. Cause I always was so yeah. hung up on it. And my intuition always told me, no, like, don't and that was it. like yeah. something I always followed. I was like, no, I don't feel good mm-hmm. about that. Even as much as yeah. I hate this right now. Yeah. Listen, I've, I've had self-consciousness about my teeth. I, one of my teeth is a implant because it like got damaged when I was a kid. And for a long time, I didn't want to smile. All my pictures, I was like, mm. <laughs> right? Like, listen, there's a time and a, a place for a sassy toothless smile, but, uh, or no teeth smile or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, but it's like, if I'm worried that people are going to think that this is not attractive and therefore I'm going to mean mug them so that they think I'm more attractive, <laughs> You know, like, it's just like, doesn't make any damn sense versus like, why don't I beam my smile? Honestly, if I just even didn't have a, if I had a whole tooth missing here, but was beaming a smile, someone would probably think that was adorable and would want to be my friend. Absolutely. I like, did have that what am for I- a while whenever I <laughs> yeah. had all my teeth pulled for braces. So yeah, like you didn't stop being my just friend. Crazy. <laughs> it all goes back to like, attractiveness comes from energy. Yes. It's how, like, more than how you actually look like if we all just worked on our energy man we'd be sexy as hell look oh, in any type of way just life feeling goal. ourselves let me just feel it let me feel my elf ears i'm freaking erwin or whatever her name was and like lord of the rings had to be in prosthetics for hours to i could have done this that kind of, i could have done that shit this kind of elven you're just part of the <laughs> fae you're just part of the you're just you've been ethereal oh, since natural. birth and you can't help it i know it's true always ethereal but anyways i had that realization i was like that's freaking hilarious i have to tell allison (laughs) that's amazing i know i think about the kind of stuff too every so often of like stuff that i i disliked about myself i don't know even this is interesting too actually i was having this conversation with someone about like the way that your body changes 
before and after having kids, right? It does mm-hmm. change your body. It just does. Um, and in the fact that I love my body so much more now than I did back when I was like a lot thinner and a lot like all of these mm-hmm. things, right? And or I'll look at six pack. Like I thought I look so gross, and I'm looking at me now like. She was a supermodel. Like, or she was, like, she <laughs> you were like, a supermodel, like, Allison. You really were. Like, she was you still bad. are, like, though. What is that? Oh, thank you. you I still say, I'm still feeling it. Listen, I'm, I'm in my MILF era and I'm owning it. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> it's a different flavor. Erin's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not posting this. She's gone off the rails. She's too crazy. This is a crazy, this is a crazy Allison I love. Listen, I, I don't. T- you can put that out. There. I was I'm just thinking that. about the implications of putting out there that you're a milf, but okay. The invitation <laughs> only stands to my husband. No, I was gonna say we're not inviting anyone else into this, but I'm feeling myself. Okay, and we all. No, should, you should. Okay? You should feel yourself. I mean, that has been my journey as well. I mean, I've put on some weight in the past years, and I'm going with it. I feel myself. I've. No, I we're like pushing my curve. 35. We just I like this my is curve. what it is. We got some ass. We got some, we got some I know. stuff. I literally told my husband, I was like, you, I know that I have a little bit of pooch. I'm working on it, but like you are lucky. <laughs> and now the show has just fully gone off the <laughs> You should be so lucky. You should. You should just yeah, worship Anyways, this. Well, we got that on record. If you ever want to use it. That'll be our next unhinged. <laughs> Aaron and Allison go off oh, the deep end with self-confidence. Girl, we should do air unhinged with Aaron and Allison. And then just, just it just could be just like clips of us. It's like gonna be clips of me, just like look at my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like just like Wait, that, that one time I was like showing you the, the inflatables that were like just like chaotically bouncing across my yard. All right. All right. You're welcome for that bit of chaos in your life. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you want your own brand plan or my opinion on whatever you're doing in terms of marketing, I would love to work with you. The first place to start is my brand clarity power session. You can book that at my website, AaronTobias.com, or simply reach out with a DM on Instagram at Tobias. I can't wait to hear from you.